Welcome back to the 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. My name is Ty Jackson, and today we have a great episode for you. 76 Capital's managing partner, Wayne Kimmel, interviews the co-founder and CEO of Collect ID, David Geiser. 76 Capital recently announced its investment in Collect ID, which bridges the gap between the physical and digital worlds. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Nerd Street is a national network of esports facilities, content, and events dedicated to powering competitive opportunities for gamers. The company provides opportunities for gamers of all ages and skill levels to participate in esports tournaments, camps, private events, and more for a wide variety of video games. Learn more at nerdstreet.com. That's nerdstreet.com. Welcome back to the 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. My name is Wayne Kimmel, managing partner of 76 Capital, the sports tech venture capital company. On this show, I interview top sports entrepreneurs, athletes, and executives who are shaping and many times changing the sports business industry. Today, we're going to talk sports business and we're going to talk really cool things like NFCs today with our guest. David Geyser, the founder and CEO of Collect ID. David, welcome to the 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. Welcome, yeah, also from my side, thanks for having me, Wayne. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, David, I think this is our first show that we've done in Switzerland. So we're not in Switzerland, you're there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, these days it's very easy with the virtual conversation. So I'm currently in Eastern Switzerland, that's correct. And you're today in my home. <laughs> it's a home office day. So you're in St. Gallen in Switzerland. That's awesome. Well, now, so why are we having this conversation? Well, we're having this conversation because we are so excited, meaning our whole team at 76 Capital, Chad and John and Ty and Scott and all of us are so excited to announce our investment into your company, Collect ID. And this is a really exciting opportunity for us as investors in what's next in the sports tech world. And you guys at Collect ID are doing some really special things. Share with us what's going on over at Collect ID. Yeah, thank you very much, Wayne. So, and vice versa, we are equally amazed to have you on board. It's really, we are really, we were really looking for this type of investment um, with an international perspective and specifically with the focus on, on sports and sports tech, but you will hear more. So in a nutshell, what we are doing is we connect um, physical merchandise products, for example, like ice hockey jerseys, soccer jerseys, football jerseys, we connect these physical merchandise products with the digital dimension, and we ultimately open up a gateway to the metaverse. So in a few months or from now, you will be able to not just wear these jerseys in the physical world, in the stadium or at home, you will also be wearing these jerseys with your avatars in the digital dimension. And that's what we are doing. Well, um, you just hit on some of the most you know, exciting words, I think, today, in the, not only in the sports industry, but overall in the whole world today with Web3 and with the metaverse and NFTs. And 
But at the same time, I, as I introduced you and, and the company, you, you know, what you're using is a, is a technology called NFC. And, and what is that? Absolutely. And as you said, there is a lot of buzz. There is a lot of, um, let's say, hype around metaverse, NFTs and blockchain. And we try to look at this really beyond the hype. We're doing blockchain and NFTs for more than three years now. But by combining it with a real physical product, we believe that we, let's say, change this whole game. It will become much more than just a hype cycle. And one additional technology that we are using to connect these digital twins of the product with the actual physical product is the NFC technology. This is actually not a, a brand new technology, but it got up, adopted a lot more in the recent days. So some of you guys might know NFC technology from your contactless banking card where you can do transaction uh, without any need for a contact. And we use this kind of technology to integrate the small chip into the jersey. So there is a, a small NFC chip integrated in each of these jersey. The, these NFC tags, these are not just normal ones. So they are dynamically encrypted, and each of them has a unique and secure identity. So that means it's not possible to read out the NFC tag and to copy it. So first of all, that's a very secure and in a very, let's say, sustainable way to connect a physical product with the digital world. And for the end consumer, it's super simple. So um, the only thing they have to do is they grab their smartphone. They don't need to open any app. They can just tap the smartphone to the product, and they immediately receive um, a message and, and can actually open the digital version of the product like I'm just showing, so you saw, I just tapped the product with my smartphone, and then I can easily, let's say, uh, yeah, view, view the digital version of the product. So I see all the information, obviously get an authenticity guarantee, and this is basically my gateway to the digital dimension. Well, it's really fascinating. And again, I'm so excited to have you on our show and talk about this and, and you know, talk about our, our new investment in Collect ID here at 76 Capital. And, you know, one of the things that we always talk about is, you know, it's this idea of, of bringing together and this overall convergence of the physical and digital worlds. And that's one of the things that has really, you know, really attracted us to, to your company um, and why we, you know, I guess, met from Philadelphia to, to Switzerland and you came over here and spent some time with us. And, you know, it, it was something that was just fascinating in the way that you're able to now do this and enable fans and customers of teams to now be even more attached and more connected with their favorite team and brand is, is really fascinating. What are some of your, your thoughts around that and how's that going to really start to, to move forward in your mind? Um, you mentioned a really important point. Uh, I think we go more and more towards the digital world, to the digital dimension. And this obviously opens up a lot of very exciting opportunities, but also some very nice revenue streams for brands and, and actually teams and clubs. But we shouldn't forget that we are human beings living in a physical world and physical interaction, and hopefully even more after we, we survive this pandemic, um, will be and stay very important. So I think what you just said is it's very key to link this both, both of these worlds. 
And um, yeah, just to give you a, 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 an idea on what we did with some of the teams where we already worked together. Um, so for example, we are working with the current um, Brazilian football champion, um, Atletico Mineiro, and people buying the jersey that is equipped with our technology, they have the possibility to interact with each other. So it's also a community tool. So for the first time in history, uh, you can buy a physical product and you can unlock digital experiences and digital content. And just to give one example, so um, what I'm showing here is actually the jersey of this team. And for example, if I click here on this map, I can see all the owners of these jerseys uh, here in Brazil, but also worldwide. So for the fans, this is a way to interact with each other. And this is especially cool if you're sitting in Philadelphia, where probably not too many Atletico Mineiro fans are. So you can find other fans from the same team. And at the same time, it's also offering a complete new way to engage with fans for this club, because for the first time they are able to um, distribute content and experiences based on the community's location. So of course there is different content or different engagement with fans that are around the stadium, around the city that have the chance to actually visit the game in stadium, versus fans, for example, in Europe, in Asia, or in North America, that watch the games in front of the TV. And this is just one very small example on, on how this technology can both enrich the life of the fans and offering them a complete new experience, but also creating completely new revenue streams and, and, and long-term revenue streams for brands and sport teams. Now, I think they, your comment at the end about this opportunity for teams and leagues to find new revenue sources, new digital revenue sources, right? Because you can only put so many people in the seats in the stadium. You can only sell so much soda and beers and food. You can only sell, you know, so much advertising and, and, and TV and deals but these are new areas, and that's what we are always thinking about at, at 76 Capital, sort of the next, next thing. So, you know, talk a little more about how you're going to be able to unlock these digital revenue opportunities for teams and leagues. Um, yeah, let me summarize, summarize it to three major points. First, with our technology, you create a kind of a premium of the product. So, and... Um, this, yeah, it's, it's based on numbers. This jersey from this Brazilian club I was mentioned, they could increase the price by 10%. So by not just delivering a physical jersey, by delivering a physical and a digital jersey, they were already able to increase the price. And this is a, a, a very nice return on investment. So at the moment when they sold the jersey, they had the cost for collect ID covered by five times. It's quite a nice return on investment for a club. That's the first pillar, to actually increase the value of the actual physical product. The second point is about data. Equipping products with our technology allows you to understand which customers, which fans own which product. And I don't think I, I need to explain a lot why this is super valuable. It gives you so much more insights on the fans and the possibility to increase revenue with every single of the fan, but also to offer them much more customized solution. 
And then the, the third point is, is, let's say, these completely new revenue streams. So, for example, participating on secondary trading of these products for the first time in history or offering sponsors that until now were only on the physical jersey, offering them uh, visibility in the digital world and actually allowing fans to buy stuff from the sponsors if they own the jersey to get some discounts, for example. And we have made pretty successful experiences on, on all of the, these three revenue streams. As I said, for example, they could increase the price of the jersey by 10%. And, um, and, and I love this number, around 5% of all fans buying this jersey, they bought additional stuff from the club or from the sponsors through the jersey. And that's amazing. So of, of course, it's about creating more value for the fans, but in the end, it's also about the question, how does this translate into revenues and how can clubs earn money with these kind of technologies? Well, I'd love to pick up on what you just said, because I think it's really interesting because typically you'd buy a jersey, you would buy a hat or something from your, your favorite club, team, whatever, and that's the end of the transaction. What you're now saying is, that may be the beginning of the of another transaction, a relationship, an opportunity to do a lot more with that physical good, not only in the digital world, but also potentially in the physical world as well. Absolutely. So to summarize it, we are extending the lifetime of the product. And this is nice for the fans because they today you buy a jersey. Okay, you wear it. You wear it a few times and then that's it. But to just quote one of our customers, they said, for them, this is a living jersey now. So this jersey will look different in 22 than it was in 2021. And it will again look different in 23 because it has new content or new experience on it. So for the fans, it means extending the lifetime of the jersey. And for the clubs or the brands, it means having the possibility to earn further money uh, at further down the road with secondary trading, with sponsors activities, and so much more with the possibility to know the intelligence and the analytics that you know about this specific fan to customize offers from them for, for this specific fan in the future. So, yeah, and, and, and obviously that's just what we know now. I'm sure in two or three years from now, there will be revenue streams where you and I probably haven't thought about yet. So this is pretty amazing, actually. It, it really is. And I think one of the things I'd, I'd love to, to learn more about, you know, from, from your perspective is how does the, how does this work, right? So where does this information live? How, how are you able to ch keep track of all this? I know you're going to start. Yeah. I think I know where you're going to go with this, but like, I'd love for, for our audience to hear, you know, your thoughts on how this really, really works. Yeah, so in terms of information and data stored, so first of all, for, for all the people listening, it's always up to the consumer, up to the fans, what information you want to share. And, and we, we are very, very strict on that. Or even if brands or teams would ask us to give certain information, that's not possible. So it's always an active opt-in of the fan. But fans tend to share a lot of their information with their beloved club because they have a relation with the club. And it's also about giving them something back, for example, a discount or a pre-sale ride or something like that 
if they share the data. Um, coming to the second part is who owns that data? And there we have to differentiate if we integrate the collect ID solution 100%, for example, to an ecosystem of a sports team. So if we integrate this solution like we did with Minero and, and like we're doing with the biggest clubs, then it, everything goes through their channels, everything goes through their applications, and they are the, the only owner of this data, the first party data. Of course, we have insights on, let's say, the non-personal data. For example, people that buy this product, they tend to buy that product. But the personal data, the user data, is owned by the team. For smaller or medium-sized teams that probably are not that advanced when it comes to their digital strategy and to their digital products, they love to use the Collect ID out-of-the-box solution. Because honestly, we can set this up within a matter of a week or even days. So we had an example of a, a small team calling us on Wednesday. We signed a contract with them on Thursday, and we went live with the first products actually on, on Friday. So it's very fast. And in this case, the users go through the Collect ID ecosystem and scan and interact with the products through our system. It's still very cool for the brand because they can use an existing system, a proven system, and for the fans, it has the positive effect that they can collect, for example, multiple jerseys from different clubs in one ecosystem. So based on this general decision of either integrating it completely into a club's universe or using the out-of-the-box collect ID system, there is also an impact on data ownership and, and, and obviously usage of the data later on. U.S. Integrity is a technology and data-driven analytics company monitoring for match-fixing, game manipulation, and other unethical or illegal betting-related irregularities. U.S. Integrity's mission is to help grow the legal, regulated sports betting market by providing solutions that ensure sports betting integrity in every play, every game, and every sport. U.S. Integrity partners with a number of the largest professional sports leagues, such as the NBA and collegiate conferences in the U.S., and has licensed sports betting operators as valued partners such as BetMGM, Betfred, and Caesars. For additional information, please visit www.usintegrity.com. Well, David, we know that you don't run this company all by yourself. And of course, when we invest in companies at 76 Capital, it's all about the CEO and their team. Uh, love to hear about your team, uh, you know, and, and the role that each of the roles that they play and and how, um, you know, excited you are to be able to build this 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 company with the people that are on your team today and and what you're looking potentially for in the future. Yeah, that's a very good point. And, and thank you for raising that, Wayne. And, and you know it as well as a, as a founder and as a leader. Um, you are just the sum of the team. So um, obviously it's not just me. So we have a fantastic team. Um, at the moment, it's like 50-50 um, tech people, like software developers and business development people. Uh, and that means we built the software in-house. And that's really key for us. So we don't want to rely on any kind of third parties or on, on other, let's say, service providers building the software. We do this in-house. 
And um, yeah, we have again we have a fantastic team both on the technology side but also on the on the business development side. We have a lot of fun within the team. We we love, for example, to play ping pong after lunches, and there is a it's a very open culture. And I think it doesn't matter if you're a junior or an intern joining, or if you are a head of, for example, head of product. Um, one of our key elements in the culture is everybody has a voice and everybody has impact. And that means if I, I, I say it's impact, but it's also responsibility. So that means if you are not here, we know it because you miss. And if you're working for a big corporation, I guess probably most of the people wouldn't really realize if you're there or not. And that's the beauty of, let's say, these agile small teams. Now, going forward, Obviously, one of the reasons why we raise the money is we want to grow the team. And we are mainly looking for business development people, salespeople, especially in, uh, in the new uh, areas, for example, the U.S. and North American market. And that's also one reason why we onboarded 76 Capital, because it will help us to accelerate this growth and this expansion in the U.S., and maybe my, my last thought on that is I was just speaking about, let's say, the core team right now, but I also consider our board members and obviously the investors, advisors, enablers as part of the team. So I've already promised you one of these shirts, Wayne. <laughs> I will, we will definitely make that happen. But now you are also a part of the Collect ID family. And these people, the investors, the advisors, they are equally important for our future growth and the development of this company. Well, I certainly, you know, from, from our perspective at 76 Capital, we, we love your philosophy and the way you think about, you know, your team and the way you're building your business. Was there somebody, a mentor or someone, in, or someone that you learned from that you model your career around at this point? Um, I mean, it's very difficult to basically reduce that to one person. Um, uh, maybe to point one or two out. So there was one guy here from Eastern Switzerland. He's a successful entrepreneur, both here in Switzerland, but he also lived in, in Boston for around 10 to 12 years. Uh, he's still one of the smartest people I've ever met. And he was always pushing me to believe in this idea. And he also helped me to really settle that the very, very first steps when we were looking for family and friends, supporting this, and some, some very first steps. And he was, let's say, um, joining his journey all the way. At some point, his wife, which uh, she, she founded some companies together with him. In, in one company, they worked even as CEO and CTO. So she was CEO, he was CTO. Uh, at some point, and, and she was also very helpful. That's why I mentioned these two people. Um, she was member of the board um, until, actually until now. And she helped us a lot with these early stage questions. So I would say these are some of my mentors, but it, it always it's very dynamic because now she is probably not the right person anymore to, to be on the board because she will always be a person in which I can ask for advice and help. But now we are not, in, not anymore in this early, early stage. Now it's about scaling the business. So we need people like you and Chad that have industry know-how which is at this point probably even more important than, let's say, the pure startup know-how. So I guess I will also get a lot of advices and learnings from you guys. And um, I think it's 
building the network for me is the most important thing that you know to which people you can propose which questions and that can introduce you to other people that then can help you to build this. So I would say this is also one of the strengths of me, but also of our whole team. We've built an incredibly strong network here in Switzerland, and we're now to about, and in Europe, and now the goal is to extend that network mainly in the US and in North American industry. Well, David, you know, how did you become interested in the world of technology, blockchain, metaverse, NFTs, NFCs? How did this all come about? Um, so actually, I got first in touch with the blockchain technology back in 2016, 17, uh, when I was working in a consulting company. And we started to trade with some cryptocurrencies. And at some point, there were like five, six uh, consultants and senior consultants, including me, we were just spending the whole day watching the charts on the screen. So to be honest, we were not working a lot, but we were earning quite some money on this first crypto hype. And that was the moment I was very interested in the blockchain technology. And obviously working in innovation consulting even before, I had a lot of exposure to a lot of technologies ranging from AR, VR to analytics and artificial intelligence. But I truly believe that blockchain um, is a technology that has much more to offer than just the cryptos or the NFTs and, and the whole hype around it. Also, it started with that. But then when I dig deeper and I understood the, the value of the technology, for example, for authentication and, and providing, a, let's say, a, a possibility to create ownership in the digital space, this was when I, I, I really wanted to jump all in into this. And uh, yeah, but I guess I'm generally very interested in new technologies and, and new stuff. And I'm also very open to, to try things out. I think that's, that's important. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I would still work in this consulting company, I guess. Well, well, how did you, you know, of course, here at 76 Capital, we're all about the convergence of, you know, we talked about the physical and digital world. We talk here at 76 as well as bringing together great entrepreneurs like you, the world of technology and data and analytics and sports. So how did you get to this place where it's it, it all made sense for you to bring together your knowledge of of the blockchain and, and crypto and bring that to the world of, of, of sports and brands. How, how did that happen? I think this is a very good example on, I think one of the core elements in, in running a startup or a, a young company, it's about adoption. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I think people or organizations that are not able to adapt and to evolve, they will just be left behind. So. Let me explain that more specific. When we started, we, we've actually built this as a technology to trade limited edition sneakers peer-to-peer. Um, -peer. That's how we started. Um, this is still one of the industries that we are in. And then, actually, we did the first project with a local football team here in Switzerland. It's actually the football team of our hometown. And we realized that, let's say, beyond authenticity, beyond the possibility to easy trade one object to another person with the help of the blockchain technology, there's so much more about fan engagement. And this was the moment we realized the potential for the sports industry. And the nice thing about sports is, is it's very 
easy and, and very, it's highly scalable, right? So what works with one team, there is basically no reason why it shouldn't work with another team. Of course, there is always personal situations and people, but generally what we can do with the team here in Switzerland that also works with other soccer teams in Europe and that works with any sport team in the US. And the second point is, I'm a big sports fan. I do a lot of sports myself, uh, actually some fitness, some, some running, but also I love skiing. I love playing ball sports. And so you get invited to a Predators game or to any other kind of games, or you see actually players wearing the jerseys with your technology embedded or hundreds of thousands of fans getting this, I think you cannot pay that with money. I mean, obviously, we are aiming to earn a lot of money with this company at some point and, and to make it successful. But the feeling, and I mean, you know that, Chad, you have shaked hands with former athletes, with current athletes, with owners of teams, and just being a part of that super emotional industry is, yeah, this is just great. And all, everybody working for us, or let's say most of the people working for us, they're also big sports fans. For, so for them, whenever we close a new deal with a new team, this is like, uh, yeah, dreams come true. Well, that's incredible. And I know that, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, the beginning of this sort of the origins came out of the sneaker world. And, you know, the, one of the, the big things around that is you, you have a, an, an incredible team member that has some pretty special sneakers, right? Yeah, you're referring to Sergio. He's one of the co-founders as well. Uh, he's here since day one. He's one of, I mean, I've met him through Collect ID. And we became very good friends over the last three years. And Sergio is not just a collector of more than 800 pair of sneakers. So if you ever have the chance to visit him at home, um, I, I don't know how he's doing this with his wife, because for example, in one of the bathrooms, there are literally just shoes in, in shelves stocked uh, until the ceiling. There are some super valuable ones. I think he showed you one in the, in the last call, which is a, it's a special edition from Nike. It's called Freddy from the Freddy and Krueger movie. And I think the value at the moment is, I don't want to say something wrong, but it's between 30 and 40,000 US dollar at least. Uh, obviously, it's super rare, but there is so many more. And um, Sergio joined the team. Actually, when I met him for the first time, uh, I reached out to him because before Collect ID, he was also the founder of Sneakerness which is the biggest uh, sneaker convention in Europe. They have trade shows in Berlin, in London, in Amsterdam, in almost any capital and big city in Europe. And I just researched a little bit, and he was actually the sneaker guy in Switzerland, maybe even in Europe. So we sit together. I, I showed him this idea of making sneaker trading much easier and especially secure, uh, and back then, I was just looking for his advice, maybe joining as an advisory role. And he was so into this that he directly wanted to join as a co-founder. And that's how he came on board. I've obviously learned a lot about sneakers. I mean, I, I, I was wearing some sneakers before, but now I have also like 20 or 30 pairs. And he always brings some, some cool stuff for the team. So it's, it's really cool to, to get a look and get a, a, an idea of this community. And it's a really, really nice community, these, these sneakerheads. 
Well, I know that's why one of the you know one of the things that you and my partner Chad Stender really connected on was that was the sneaker side of the world. And you know, as we start to wrap up this interview, I mean, David, it's been so awesome having you on our Seventy Six Capital Sports Leadership Show. And more importantly, we're so excited to welcome you and your whole team at Collect ID to our Seventy Six Capital family, and just excited to, to work with you and really help you build this business into what you want to make this into, and which I know is is a pretty big company. So what are we, what should we think about as we sort of wind down here? What should we be looking for in, in 2022 and beyond? What's next for Collect ID? What's next? I think that's the probably most important point at the moment. What are the plans for 2022 and beyond? So we've landed our first partnership with a U.S. top four league team. Um, and now it's all about, let's say, scaling this. So for 2022, we have a very clear plan. We want to expand and grow our um, traction in the U.S. And that's why we are super happy to have you guys on board to help us with introducing to the U.S. sports industry. And I think, yeah, I don't make plans for like two or five years. Let's let's focus on, on this year. Let's get a lot of deals done in the U.S. And then I think, uh, yeah, the rest will follow. <laughs> Well, 2022 has been a heck of a year for you already. You had you know, the birth of your son. Congratulations on that. Uh, the, you know, closing this, this round uh, that we're so excited to be part of. And, you know, what's the third thing, right? Uh, hopefully it's, it's a lot of success at Collect ID. Everyone's healthy, mom and your son and, you know, just the, the, whole, the whole crew. And just I'm, I'm so excited, you know, to, to have this opportunity to have, again, you and the, and the whole team at Collect ID as part of our overall 76 capital family here. Hopefully we can do a lot of great things together. And once again, just appreciate you coming on our 76 capital sports leadership show and wish you the best of luck. And once again, thanks so much. Thank you very much, Wayne. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for, for all this uh, warm words at the end. And I'm really looking forward to actually come to Philadelphia again. And I, will, I think that will be uh, rather short-term than long-term and to, to go for a beer with you and, and to chat about new ideas. But um, yeah, there is definitely some exciting stuff coming. And yes, just stay tuned to hear more from us. Well, you heard that from David Geiser, the founder and CEO of Collect ID. Welcome to our 76 Capital family. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for being on our show. And as you all know, what do you got to do? Just got to go out there and go make it happen. And that's what entrepreneurs like David go and do. So hopefully everybody has a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of our 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show. Fifteen M Media specializes in helping brands, personalities, and influencers build their reach through social media. They provide end-to-end -end podcast production, content creation, and social media distribution. So if you are looking to build your brand's reach and engage with customers via multimedia production, reach out to the team at 15M Media today at info at 15Mmedia.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of the 76 Capital Sports Leadership Show with Wayne Kimmel and Collect ID co-founder and CEO, David Geiser. 
Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Looking forward to welcoming you back next week.